0: Welcome to the Free Range Buffalo. Break free from the herd. Today, we're continuing our series on the standing on the shoulders of giants, where we take a look at the giants of the English-speaking world, the leaders who, through the power of their words, really gave inspiration to us all. So today, we're taking a look at one of the great masters, uh, one of my favorites. But joining me today is my co-host and partner, Michael Morris. Hi, Bryce. How are you doing tonight? I'm doing great. So, yeah, I'm really excited about uh, today's. Um, It's one of those, it's another American president, the 1960s, someone we're probably going to do a a couple times, uh, John Fitzpatrick Kennedy. And it's his speech at Rice University uh, in September of 1962. And he steps out and he sets the stage for what could arguably be the the foundations for the finishing half of the american century so without any further ado john f kennedy
1: but why some say the moon why choose this as our goal and they may well ask why climb the highest mountain why 35 years ago Fly the Atlantic. Why does Rice play Texas? We choose to go to the moon. We choose to go to the moon. We choose to go to the moon in this decade and do the other things, not because they are easy, but because they are hard. Because that goal will serve to organize and measure the best of our energies and skills, because that challenge is one that we're willing to accept, one we are unwilling to postpone, and one we intend to win. More we, we have given. This- wow. We choose
0: to go to the moon in this decade and do the other thing. Now, normally I give you my great Boston accent, but uh, it's not that great. But no, I, that that speech. Every time I hear that, I mean it was such. A step change. It was a demand. It was a step into the impossible, and I think he, I, you know, to, to set the historical framework because it's hard for us to imagine this. You know, we're coming on the 50th anniversary of the moon landings uh, coming up uh, at the end of uh, this year. Actually, we just passed the 50th. Yeah, well, oh, we're in 2020, so we just passed the uh, the 50th anniversary. Think about that. So when he gives a speech in '62. It, this is in the aftermath of the Russians launching Sputnik, This small grapefruit-sized radio transceiver spins around the earth. That's masterful achievement by the Soviet engineers, very audacious, way ahead of the Americans at the time. But this rattled the Americans in a way that was its hard to imagine. I mean, this was a huge knock where they actually were shell-shocked. And where they, so Kennedy steps up and says, we're going to go, it's 1962, we're going to have a man on the moon by the end of the decade. And they hadn't even successfully gotten a satellite in orbit, let alone a man. They haven't even made, not even in orbit, they haven't gotten into space yet. And he says, we're going to do it. And it's just awe-inspiring what you can do when you set a challenge.
2: You said it yourself, inspiring. And I think that's what he did with that speech. It was a rallying cry for the American people. And there's something to be said in society about setting ambitious goals. It's how you raise the people up. What he said there that I thought was so brilliant that kind of gets passed over is this will measure the best of our energies and efforts. Mm, And I think there's, uh, that is so powerful as a society Mm. and even as an individual is when you focus your sights on something bold and beyond. And that was literally in the stars when you mm. focus your sights and set your sights and aims on that, you, you might
0: hit them. You know, that made me think so. I've never seen it in this light, the speech. But he, he, so he's giving it to Rice University, and it's a huge rivalry between them and uh, University of Texas in football. And that measures their best efforts every day. That's what sports does. I mean, you know, America is a huge sports-loving uh, culture, as, as we are up here north of the 49th. Wow. You know, like, why do you do these? Because you have to measure yourself. Against the best. Against the best. That's that's one of those fundamental parts, of the quests of the human spirit. That's what we drive towards. You know, we look at the Olympics. You take a look at all these different sport endeavors. And there's nothing wrong with competition. It is such a quintessential na- uh, part of our human nature that you can never just set aside. And I think that is one of the big justifications that he had to sell the American people. This is a huge step change he's demanding. a Huge effort. I mean, gargantuan. It's like World War II, we have to beat, you know, Nazi Germany effort. This is going to take all of us, and by saying, this is this is what we're going to do because we need to measure ourselves against the best. You think the Soviets are better than us? Let's see. Let's put this. Drop the the gauntlet is dropped. The race line is set, and we're racing.
2: It ended any complacency that America might have been feeling throughout the 50s because mm. it was a very peaceful time. Yeah. They didn't have a lot of, there was nothing in conflict. There was nothing to rail against. And now Russia comes out or the USSR at yep. that time came out and launched a satellite. And now as a society, as Americans, they have something to rally against. Right. And, and that's that shows how humanity rises to the occasion when they have, you know, hardships or hard goals, even it yeah. doesn't have to be hardship. It can be a difficult challenge that's presented to them. When they're without that, they don't do anything. They're, you know, we become very um, malevolent and 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 violent and and and
0: evil almost. I, well, you know, I how does the expression that our mothers always said, "Idleness is the devil's uh, idle hands are the devil's plaything." Right. But even to that end. There's nothing wrong like we talk about politics, talk about human organization, you know, m- most times especially 9 times out of 10 it's 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 in the details. You know, you're talking about policies, you're talking about um healthcare, you're talking about education spending, you're talking about what's you know, regulations to for, for manufacturing. I mean, these are all critical things, these are all important, but they're not what unifies us. These the, these are the pedantics, these are the bureauc- bureaucratic intricacies that need to be done they can't be glossed over but they don't unify us they're not they're not they're not satisfying to the human soul and i think that's one of the things that we are so lacking and, and and we don't have this nearly enough where we are challenged in our bones as a people as a society to say you are this but we're going to be more we are we are here but we're going to get there and rallying us around that. And, and maybe part of that is we, we live in too cynical of an age. I don't know. I don't know if
2: it's too cynical of an age. I think it's, it's that we, <clears throat> excuse me, our our politicians and things like that are now incentivized yeah. to talk about our other series to play it safe. Yes. Uh, it's it's a lot easier than to put yourself out there, to go mm. for an ambitious goal that Due to political infighting or due to it being the wrong thing at the wrong time, Mm -hmm. whatever it may be, they don't have a reason to give us this lofty goal anymore. And it's unfortunate because I would would love to see that. I think that's what's lacking in our society and that's what's creating some of the division and infighting rather than unifying us around a common cause. Yeah. don't for one second say it's this climate thing. I'm not even going to touch that, but it's got to be, it's got to be an ambitious <laughs> you know, goal that it, it we want hopeful, to achieve. Not it's, fearful. Exactly. Cl-
0: climate crisis, change, fear, cl- global annihilation. Those, those are fear based. They don't unify you in, in, in a real meaningful way that you're going to aspire to your best. You're, you're, you're going to devolve into some tribalism, but, but you're right. Let's not go down there. But I wanted to take on the next is actually take a, what was the impact of that speech? So, Already said, okay. Within that, you know, sixty-two to sixty-nine, they landed a man on the moon. They built the most powerful rocket ever made; it has still not been matched. Saturn V. So, program goes through, and then they la- they land a series up until Apollo seventeen, <coughs> and program ends. But then that, that that creates they start Skylab is the impetus behind the the uh, space shuttle program is the dawn of uh you know building these international coalitions between the European Space Agency with Canada, Australia, this global alliance that, in fact, even starts to include uh, post-Soviet Union Russia with, uh, you know, the, the expertise in the space station, international, international space station is, is grown on, flashing forward through decades. Well,
2: and all the commercial technologies that started uh, through space technology.
0: Absolutely. S- satellite communication, the computer age, the, the amount of technology that was developed on the back of this program uh, is incalculable because and even the stuff, it was all a- ancillary. I mean, the, the, the mastery of metallurgy, um, aeronautics, the jet age, I mean, all perfected um, and, and, and accelerated, it, it, even though the jet age obviously was before, um, but really accelerated off the back of this program as well. It's hard to overstate. It's, yeah, it's it's all the knock-on effects yeah. that, that people fail to take into account. With. You bet. So I would, one of the things I would, when I look at the, the arc of history, the fumes or the fuel of that uh, that speech echoed for many decades, up till until the sp- Space Shuttle Atlantis finally touched down, and it ended Americans being able to lift their own astronauts um, uh, up into orbit and had to rely solely on on the Russians. And so enters the dark times that that we that we've currently been in, up until SpaceX. You know, yeah, you could say Virgin Atlantic and. Jeff Bezos, Blue Origin, but they haven't done anything yet. You
2: could say that's the truth of the marketplace. It's they de- demonetized that episode three and incentivized <laughs>
0: animal. Check it out. <laughs> I love a good segue. But yes, so SpaceX, private corporation, has found a way. They believe that they got profit. They're incentivized to get in there. And they are going to create new markets, new opportunities, with their end goal of trying to get to Mars. So that's a stated goal of a, of a public corporation. So they're they're adding a huge amount of technical expertise. It's growing, It's bringing things back that haven't been done before. Now, what I found so intriguing, and I want to do this because, uh, the state of the union address done by, uh, um, president, uh, Donald J. Trump, uh, which as a polarizing figure as he is, he's trying to latch onto something that we, you know, trying to bring some people together. Now, again, well, we we'll listen to what uh, Trump has to say. I pulled an excerpt out of the State of the Union address, and we'll, uh, we'll see what uh, what your response is to this.
2: Now we must embrace the next frontier, America's manifest destiny in the stars. I am asking Congress to fully fund the Artemis program to ensure that the next man and the first woman on the moon will be American astronauts using this as a launching pad to ensure that America is the first nation to plant its flag on Mars.
0: And much fanfare ensues. It's not... I mean, here's the funny thing. It doesn't go into the rhetorical brilliance of JFK. I mean, and, and, and let's be fair, that's never going to be Trump. Um,
2: he almost sounds like he was trying to channel them there at the well, end. But,
0: the flag on Mars. The flag on Mars. I mean, he, he, he's a New Yorker, but he's done, he kind of channeled a little Boston in there. The fun, yeah, but he, that's deliberate. I don't think you can talk about these as a president without going into a little bit of JFK. He, th- that, that was, sure. he was pulling those elements out of that speech, but here's the thing. Trump is not a young man. He he grew up in that era. He he would remember that's if not that speech given live he would have had that drilled into him throughout uh, throughout his youth. So I think there's the, there's a tendency amongst that older generation who grew up in their bones this this is what America um was really looking at. But the, but when you're taking a look at at what it's almost like they're they're being casual about the inspiration. It's like mm. we know this measures the best in us, so I'm not even going to tell you about that. I'm not even going to tell you why we're 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 doing that. Other than we're going to plant the flag on Mars because that's our next challenge.
2: Well, he slipped those two words in there: "The America's Manifest Destiny." And for any listener out there that knows what that is, it's about creating your own. And so uh, good, good, good pick up. So that's, I think he, he slid it in there and it's, it's not immediately obvious mm. having listened to it a second time. And that uh, stands out to me, America's manifest destiny. So he is using that, uh, staking post again and yep. saying, we're going here yep. and you got to respect someone that does that.
0: Well, and what my hope is, is that when you're, when you're taking a look and, Donald Trump as a president, and this is speaking to their their really divisive times, but this isn't the first time they've been divisive. And he's, I know he's trying to do a lot of different things, trying to find what's going to stick in this very attention deficit disorder age um, and trying to find something that, that might actually be able to break through these different worldviews and say, listen, you may not like me of, of what I'm doing over here, but this is something we can really get behind. And I don't know. Um, maybe that wasn't the form. Maybe he needed to go, he need to go to a university himself, but go just completely rip off JFK. But maybe that wouldn't work either. <laughs> but the interesting thing is, so here's America one more time, setting a goalpost. Now, whether that speech is w- what's going to be the rallying cry, that was mostly just setting a line and saying, we're going to f- fund it. Um, my hope is, is that they have another chance to have, have this truly championed and actually really put out the reason why they're going to do it. Why is it important for Americans to to, to be in the forefront? I mean, on, on a host of other issues, they're being challenged once again. Um, they, they need something to shake them out of their complacency, out of this navel-gazing um, that's frankly ripping apart their union, and, and need to take a look about not what separates them, but actually what, why they are unique in the world and uniquely placed to take advantage of their technical brilliance and frankly, take the rest of us in the West along for the ride so they can use some of our, you know, Canadian uh, technical expertise because, you know, we don't have that frontier spirit. We don't have that manifest destiny built into our, our, our genes. We have, you know, peace order and good governance. But we make good stuff, so let's go, let's go go do something. And, and I suppose that's one of my biggest envy points I have for our American cousins is that, you know, I always look like, oh man, wouldn't it be great if we could just do that once for our own people, but... Maybe that's a bridge too far. But on that note, uh, both for JFK and his lesser uh, received, I don't think that State of the Union is going to go down quite in the same annals of of history as as JFK's speech, but let us all be inspired together. Set ambitious goals, everyone. Set ambitious goals. To the moon and beyond. From all of us here in the Free Range Buffalo, roam free. Bye, Mike.
2: Good night.